When you hate so hard, you have to take the week off. That's where we are right now. Well, not we. We never rest, but the football team has the week off. Welcome to Houndstooth Heroes. I'm Greg, and he's Ellis, and we are coming to you live as hell from Nashville, Tennessee, and Santa Fe, New Mexico. And by gosh, it is time to get this party started. But first, I need to know, Metsy, what are you drinking tonight? Gregory, listen, your boy got into some questionable breakfast sausage at a networking event this morning. Uh, it's not been it's not been a good day, so I'm on the hot tea train tonight. Really? The hot yeah, tea straight train. up. All right, straight up. Okay, tell me about yourself. Um, well, okay, I'm having a romantic evening in my office. Let me tell you about it. Uh, my office, what I what I call it, my office, is really uh, a converted closet. So, uh, but there's no light in here. I, you know, I just moved to this house, so I don't have a light. So what I've got rolling with the, this tonight is a couple of lit candles and an open bottle of red wine. It's sexy as hell up in here. How did my pants just end up on the floor? Right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, anyway, <laughs> I guess we need to go ahead and get started and recap the hate. Your Todd went to Knoxville and took uh, the 12th in a row, 58 points, 21 points. Uh, before we get to the stats and whatnot, I have to ask you, Matt, you were there. Were they sad? Did it give them a sad? I hope they were sad. <sighs> Gregory, as I, as I texted you after the game, there was a palpable hopelessness just lingering over Knoxville for hours. It was, it was so glorious to see. Perfect. And, uh, um, and as has been the case, uh, the Tide began the game with a beautiful pass from your boy, Tua, to Jerry Judy, 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 uh, that Gary Danielson was sure was an incompletion. But as it turns out, it was just an angry vol slapping the ball out of Judy's hands like a vol will do. I saw that replay, and I have been meaning to watch the CBS entire replay because I've heard so much commentary. Uh, there was a conversation at least around that being an incomplete pass. Yeah. Oh, Gary was okay. sure it was an incomplete pass. Yeah. Uh, of course uh, But then they showed the replay. It's like, oh, no, it was a perfect pass. The ball was just angry. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then the tied defense came out and quickly followed that hilarious play up nicely. Uh, one Jarrett Guantanamo dropped back to pass, failed to recognize a pretty obvious blitz, and the result was a strip sack by Xavier McKinney. McKinney brought him down, and our boy, the machine, Christian Miller. I don't know if the machine is a good word for an Alabama football player. We'll <laughs> find horrible. something better there. There's probably like a there's a religious themed joke we can make. The cruise. <laughs> no, all right, Christian <laughs> Miller, and just like that, the tide was up fourteen to nada. That is correct. And Tua again showed why he why he is the best quarterback in the country. Jalen Waddle again. Waddle baby. Waddle baby. Again for a seventy-seven yard touchdown. The first play of the next drive. Pushed the lead to three scores, 21 to nothing. Here? Yes. 21 to nothing. It was the most beautiful pass I think I've ever seen. It really was. We were way up under the Jumbotron, as a Tennessee uh, administrator will put a visiting Tide fan, um, and just had this kind of all-22 view of that play perfectly developing. And there's there's not another college quarterback I've ever seen who could have identified where it was just, I mean, the idea was ballsy enough, but then the execution right. to just hit Waddle in perfect stride as he accelerated down the sideline. It was just a perfect play that I've not stopped thinking about since Saturday. Exactly. Uh, okay. Next up, Vol. <laughs> I mean, it's just like I'm just reeling off lists of scores. Next up, Vol punter Joe Doyle. Second 50 plus yard punt of the game. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, pin the tide if there's seven, but it didn't matter. A personal foul on Alante Taylor not only resulted in his disqualification, as a ball tends to do, but helped the tie get out of bad field position. And then Tua found another, and again, wide open Jerry Judy in the next play for a 31-yard catch and run that set up a three-yard uh, three touchdown run by Damian Harris. The route was officially on at 28 to nothing, and the quarter wasn't even finished yet. And frankly, that's when I sort of checked out. Yeah, that's that's fair. Your boy stuck it out till the better end to sing Rocky Top or to sing to sing Rocky Top. I did sing Rocky Top well, a few times later what is in wrong the day. With you? Listen, listen. Right. You and you have the circle drill and Zuck, right. Uh, we're gonna right. get to all that. Okay. But I sang Rammer Jammer as I oh, wow. so long to do as a child in East Tennessee. It was gorgeous. We won't recap every Bama score because frankly nobody has that much time. Listener Fred, busy man. Uh, in the end, Tua threw touchdowns to four different receivers. Our boy Irv Smith Jr. had a day. Tua was mm -hmm. 19 of 29. And interestingly, I haven't heard anything. We You mentioned Damian earlier. He got a touchdown run. Josh Jacobs seemed to separate himself as something of a number one back. Uh, but then Saban said post game there was a first half or first quarter suspension. You got any deets? Uh I don't know. I, I, I drink. Yeah, we got to talk to our sources there. Hashtag. Right. We've not exactly. yet. Anyway, Jacobs finished the day 12 carries, 68 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, looked pretty good doing it. You know, Gregory, it just seemed like there was one particular running back who showed out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who showed out? Oh, Gregory, you know Najee Harris showed out. He showed Did out show with out. the play of the day. I have to ask you. The play of the day. I think we all know what we're talking about if you watch the game. And if you didn't watch the game, why are you listening to this podcast? Uh, the question is this. What was your favorite part? Was it the hurdle of a helpless vol? Was it bouncing off the next helpless vol? Or finally, was it stiff-arming the third helpless vol? <laughs> I, oof, it's so hard. I think I enjoyed the hurdle the most. And also, in all the replays, watching different people's reactions in the background as they realize the greatness that was before them there. Uh, what was your favorite? Um, uh, I'm always a fan of a stiff arm. So I'm going to go with mm -hmm. a stiff arm. But here's the thing. When you start, if you go YouTubing Najee Harris, the man has been hurdling for years. He, he is. I mean, he's a hurdler. Right. He's a hurdler. Not like a track and field hurdler. On the, he has made a history of hurt, kind of like the spin move. He's been a he's a hurdler. Okay, all right. You're you're forcing my hand here because I had a surprise I was going to hold for you until okay. later. What? I don't think okay. I told you this. Uh, two rows behind me at the game set one Viger High School alum Scott Hunter. Get out. No, Scott Hunter was right there behind me, and he was, was he, holding court. He had a great was time. He, I was going to say, was he talking about himself? Did he talk about Scott he, Hunter a lot? Okay, is that a he thing? Does refer to Yes, he talks about himself and reverse to some himself in the third person. Uh, you're, oh, you're stealing all my thunder. I was about to tell you my favorite part of so he, all right, go ahead. he told a great Sorry. story about when Najee was in like his first five practices in Tuscaloosa and Ronnie Harrison lined up and was about to just rock his world and Najee hurdled Ronnie Harrison, which is an amazing thing to even think about. But back to Scott Hunter, more importantly, he did I've never seen anyone do this, and it was so hilarious and cool and ridiculous. He, you know, he's holding court and he's telling these stories, and I don't, nobody asked 
but he was like, you know, in 1977, we set a record. Uh, it was, it was, or he didn't say we, he said in 1977, there was a record set, uh, by University of Alabama. And no, nobody had ever done this. There were four quarterbacks starting on an NFL Sunday, uh, from one school, University of Alabama. Can you name the four? And so it's me and this group of bros who were kind of sitting around us. All right. And, so it's Richard you know, Todd. Like, so Richard Todd, Namath. Right. Um, um, what is the guy? Said. Oh, God. His name is. I can't believe it. The guy right before Steb and Sheila. Uh, not before Steb and Sheely. His name is Jeff. What is Jeff's last name? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, go Okay, ahead. so there was a third. We all got the right. first three pretty easily. And then we're sitting around for like 30 seconds. And finally awesome. somebody's like, wait, wait, is it you? Is it you? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave us a trivia fact about yourself. Jeff Rutledge. Jeff Rutledge is the guy before. Jeff Rutledge. Nice. Yeah. We got those yeah. three. And then okay. there was nobody to place that Scott Hunter was the final answer to his own trivia question. That is the world's funniest thing. It was um, outstanding. All right. That's fantastic. All right, so moving along. You know what's weird? We talk about, we sit on this podcast, and we talk about this, Todd, and generally we end up talking about the offense, which is weird. We haven't been talking about the defense all season. Uh, they've quietly been improving, in particular, my favorite fellow, Quentin Williams, uh, who, again, graded out as the top player in the country last mm. week. Um, right. Nationally, the squad only ranks 15th. But I wonder if that has a lot to do with the amount of playing time required by the starters. Like when you're up by 28 in the first quarter, um, you can sort of take your foot off the gas. Don't tell Nick that. But um, anyway, that's uh, that's where we are defensively. But speaking of gas, these segues get worse every week. Is there rat poison? <laughs> I think what you did there it was uh, nice. Uh, uh-huh. uh, there is rat poison of the Twitter variety. Okay. There's been hilarious, hilarious <laughs> options to choose from, including today's uh, Knox News article or wherever it came from about ending the cigar tradition. Oh my which god! I will laugh I got about. Things to say, right? I will laugh about it in the grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you want to say things about that before I get to the real rat poison? All right, I'll go ahead with that. Yeah. Um, all right. If you're if you're not aware, Knoxville uh, Govals Extra Division of the Knoxville News. Uh, some cat posted an article saying, you know, it's time to end the cigar tradition. And the whole thing was about, um, you know, the health, the, the health issues of cigars. Like, like, seriously, if you smoke one cigar a year, you're going to die from it. I don't think so. But, you know, my question is for you is this, Metsy. If they had won 12 in a row, do you think they're going to post that article? Oh, not a prayer. So what we're saying here is this just Vol being a Vol. It was, yeah, that was, it was classic Volism, and yeah, the, I, I think the health concerns would be greatly abated with a win, which I hope never comes in this right, guy's exactly. life. All right, rat poison. Rat poison posted to Twitter by Kirk Herbstreet, Nashville's own Kirk Herbstreet himself, uh, who had a sheet. I think we've all probably assumed something like this, but I hadn't seen it. It's a sheet of every I'm sorry, it's a it's like a grid of every drive Tua has led this season. And the yellow ones are touchdowns, the blue ones are field goals, and the white ones are where no points were scored. And it is an amazing we'll put it on our account, but it's an amazing representation to see just how few times 
Tua hasn't gotten us to the end zone, uh, largely by no fault of his own. So I, you know, I just I, I pray, hope, and pray that Tua and the rest of the offense don't see it and therefore ingest the rat poison. Wow, my pants are off too now. Weird. Um, Weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is now time once again for the hero participation portion portion of the program. As you know, every week, if you're a listener, we call for questions from you. We can't get to them all, but remember, you can go to H2 Heroes on Twitter and hashtag your question. Hashtag ask a hero, and we'll do our best best with it. So here we go. Rapid fire Q&A. Give me your best match. Question one. Oh. Nobody asked anything, Ellis. Nobody asked a hero. <laughs> Gregory. No, Listen, no, no, I... Nobody asked anything. All right. All right. A hero is always prepared. I don't know what we're okay. supposed to do now, but we're gonna we're gonna improvise here. What with do you got? A game I like to call Mount Rushmores. All right. In which Let's... I will give a topic, you will give your top four. We'll sort of banter back and forth on the top four, but I think right. we'll probably reach consensus. I'm gonna start though. I'm gonna start uh, selfishly with my top my Br- Mount Rushmore moments from the Vol game because I'm still on a high. I don't want to let this. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. I wasn't there. Go, number go. one. Number one are my celeb sightings. I already told you about Scott Hunter. Uh, he also <laughs> crushed on Jalen Hard, which was adorable. Um, great veneers on that guy. All oh, right. Yeah. I also solid, saw a Johnny Majors. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Johnny Majors, while hanging out, it was a special treat because I was hanging out with listener Petty, who is a fan, if you're going to put this together, of the Pitt Golden Panthers. Right. Johnny Majors, head coach Coached of their the yeah, 1976. Oh, 76. Look at you. I National champion Pitt Panthers. Yeah, it is good. Mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. right. So, and then thirdly, there was a third celeb sighting. This is all under the initial Mount Rushmore of celeb sighting. Scott Hunter, Johnny right. Majors, and then one Bud Ford, whose name won't mean a lot to a lot of people. But Bud Ford is the star of the infamous press conference Lane Kiffin sort of held on the night he left town. Bud Ford was the media director up there who's trying to calm down these irate TV and newspaper guys. He is a true celeb, A-list celeb, uh, in in my book, at least in East Tennessee. So that was amazing. Second Mount Rushmore entry, the Tua incomplete pass, uh, maybe in the third quarter, where he... Mm -hmm. Spun out of two or three tackles was like 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage. And as he was finally going down, flung the most gorgeous pass other than the Jalen Waddle touchdown I've seen him throw. And Damien on the sideline couldn't handle it. Did you recall? Right. You know what I'm. Yeah, vaguely, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. You were drinking. Right. That makes one of us, let me just say. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Third entry <laughs> the Vol start to the second half. In which their kickoff returner got confused about what a fair catch is or what a kickoff is. I'm not really sure. Right. Uh, So I think he was downed at the three. There was, of course, another personal foul penalty that moved them to the one and a half. And then the quarterback just tripped, taking the snap back for a handoff for a safety. One of my favorite moments in the rivalry. The safety was, I will give you that, the safety was a thing of beauty. Uh, you don't see safeties often, and you don't see people just trip over themselves into a safety <laughs> was, quite like yes. that. It was such a perfect storm. It really was. Uh, and uh, lastly, you're, I feel like you're bracing yourself for it, but it happened right before course. the safety. It was the circle drill. See, okay, you've <laughs> got to stop with this. You've got Gregory, to stop. It's a good with tradition. Infant, 
with your infant infatuation with the circle drill. It's a bunch of white people following a a, a, a damn grid. It's nothing <laughs> impressive. But I mean, I'm going to look. I'm going to the Saints game on Thanksgiving where the Southern and Grambling oh, bands are going right. to play. If you, if you want to talk about bands, I can talk about band, but I'm going to talk about a damn circle drill. And all right, now I feel like I have been one up completely. Yeah, I will say have. I blew off like 10 people to barge from the bathroom line back to <laughs> the a random seat so I could watch the circle drill by myself. It was a little rusty this year. I was, yeah, Ooh. I was less impressed than, than normal. All right. Like moving on to the real Mount Rushmore's. Okay. Got the it, got unexpectedly came from. Hit me with your Mount Rushmore of tied assistant coaches all time. Assistant coaches. All right. Number one on that list is obviously Lane Kiffin. Um, yes. Just for, for every, you know, for all the reasons. Nice one. Um, man, here's the thing about assistant coaches. You know, before Sabin got to Alabama, Nobody really knew who the coach assistant there weren't coaches a lot. were. I mean, when Coach Bryant was there, there was, you know, it was Coach Bryant. You never heard any other names. Um, he had a when the Donahue. Other, what is Donahue's first right, name? Right. That, and I was going to, uh, number two on my list is Jim Goostry. Because in 1964, he began the cigar tradition, speaking mm-hmm. of a fall. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with him as my number two. My number three, obviously, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah. Cochran. No question. Um, but that, um, and I don't know. A four? I, don't, I, I ain't got a fourth. What you got? I, I've got, I, I'll go with everything there. And my last one would be a choice between Donahue and uh, Gotta Stop That Inside Trap Kinds. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> solid. Think Joe Kinds is Mount Rushmore material? I believe he is, and here's why. Um, because he was just such a grouch. And that Texas Tech Cotton Bowl win was so hilarious. Oh, we needed that one. Yep. I know when he was subbing as head coach because mm-hmm. you know people get fired as they do people do things uh who am I to judge but so, so there's Joe Kynes finds himself head coach at the Cotton Bowl and uh the Pirate had been scoring um Mike Leach had been his team had been scoring 95 points a game mm-hmm. so they got to that game thinking it was just going to be a blow a shootout well we held him to 10 points we got the most wobbly lame duck yep. of a field goal I've ever seen to win that game mm-hmm. in the last second. Uh, and so for that reason, I will go, I will agree with you on cons as number four. I like if that. If you have and any ideas. A, yeah, go ahead. We got a touchdown from Andre Smith that game too. It was a big Ooh, day. Was solid. It was mm-hmm. a big day. Um, but if you have any ideas on that heroes, like any, with any of these questions, please, uh, you can always find us on Twitter at H2 heroes and the website at houndstooth heroes.com. Uh, hit us up. What nice else we plug. got, brother? Nice plug. All right. Next up, mm-hmm. what I'm calling the Mount Rush Daniel Moore. Give me your top tied TDs of all time. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, my top tied TV, TDs are going to be, number one, just because it's fresh in the brain, the 226. Um, yep. Number two, it's this is probably actually my favorite, uh, just because I was there and there were so many sad tigers. Uh, AJ to TJ yelled in the screen pass yep. touchdown. That was tremendous. Um, I will also throw in John Parker also at LSU in overtime. Mm, the sneak. Um, yeah, that was solid. Only because, only because nobody gets sadder than an LSU. Um, <laughs> everybody else sort of sees it coming. They are just, you know, they're in their own world. They think everything is going to go their way. 
and it just never does, and so they're so shocked. Um, my fourth one, it's really not a touchdown, but it's the goal line stand in the 1980 Choker Bowl. That's uh, not a touchdown at all, Gregory. I, I, I can't stand you. Um, all right, a touchdown, a touchdown. What you're looking for here is touchdowns. Um, Let me give you one that I think is on the same level of the goal line stand, 74. All right. What about Ingram to Isit in the Rose Bowl 2009? Solid, but that's not where I'm going. I'm going Mike Sula to Al Bell in 1985, Georgia. Ooh, look at you. Yes, nice. Bring it all back. Mm-hmm. Those are all good. One other entry I would throw out that might sneak onto mine was 2005 start of the Florida game, pro throw deep. That Oh, that was, that was a great. Solid great touchdown these these are all going to be recent i think that's fine yeah right i'm sure there were great touchdowns by johnny mac brown back in the day but here we are right i'm sure i'm sure johnny musso had some hell some massive runs that we don't know about and i'm I'm, look i I don't remember this i I mean i don't have any like crystal clear memories of of the plays itself but i remember major ogilvy doing some crazy things when i was a kid nice yeah i went on a rant about how namath got screwed at the end of the 64 orange bowl uh, earlier this week. <laughs> well, so. but you know what? Uh, he he's living his best life. So who, who you know? Yeah, I, if point. he's if he's over it, so should you. Yeah, that's and also that was a second second week in a row for a Johnny Musso shout out. So nicely done there. Right. Moving right along. All right, let's go. Mount Rushmore non Tuscaloosa game day environs. All right, I got three. Okay. Uh, number game day itself. You really can't beat Oxford, Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I went to the Ole Miss game this year, and so did you. But there are things you forget when you are in outside of the South. But if you are can go to the upstairs of City Grocery and smell, you know, and, and just the smell of bourbon in the air, having a delicious old fashioned upstairs at the grocery, uh, because it's so compact, you can wander down to the stadium. I got to go to a good friend, Alan Daniels, tailgate. And had a one hell of a time there. So a bunch of good people. It's a fantastic environment. If you haven't been, I urge you to go. Uh, for that, I, I, Oxford isn't my number one. Number two is LSU, oddly enough. Um, they will cuss you out, but they will also throw a beer at you. Not, and not like at your head, mm-hmm. like at your hands. Uh, so they, you know, they will cuss you out, but they're there to give you food and drink. Uh, they don't really mean it. Uh, the cussing, the food and the drink they do. Uh, so that's my number two. Number three, oddly and, and topical, is Vol Navy. Um, if really? you have never, yeah, if you've never, that was, when was that? How many years ago was that? Like four years ago? I think ago it was just we two years ago. Yeah. What? I, see, I thought I, it was like four years ago. I had tried but to anyway, figure it out while I was there. Yeah. Anyway, like we, we told you last week, uh, our buddy Butch and some pals of his take a about a hundred foot um, uh, houseboat up the river from, let's say, Gunnersville to Knoxville every year. Uh, and we were fortunate enough, both of us were fortunate enough to get invited on that boat. And my goodness, uh, experiencing all those boats tied together, uh, and, you know, a, a rivalry is what it is, but that is one hell of a time. There was, you know, there was music. There was, you know, there were, you know, homebrewers brought their beer on for you to try. Uh, there was just a lot of cool stuff in that environment. You know, when you step off the boat, off the boat, you're looking at you know a women's prison, a uh, condemned women's prison, as in, in fact. But on those boats, man, that is one good time. That's my top three. What about you? You sound like a real vol. I I think mine may be the same, and I'm struggling with a fourth. 
I've had an excellent time in Starkville, but I don't think it was really anything they did to be conducive to a good time. <laughs> no, let's just let's just not let's not. That. No, no. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what I got. I mean, you know, I mean, I've had good time. I mean, I've, you know, if you're if you're if your team is winning and you're you're winning the game, it's hard not to have a good time. Uh, you know, I have yet to go to Kentucky or South Carolina, and I'd really like to. Uh, so I'm hoping that, that will be. You know, I want to experience those two two trains in South Carolina and see what that all that's all about. And Kentucky, just because it's you know weird. Uh, but outside of that, oh, and my other. Okay, I got my my fourth. It's All Penn right. State. It's Penn State. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah. That trip, I was very fortunate. Got invited to go up with some uh, fellows at Tidesports.com in their um, in their RV, and so we took a, about a three day trip to go up to college. I went to State College, and that's a cool, really cool environment. We also got to drive through Virginia Tech, which is really sort of neat. But in terms of game day atmospheres, um, that stadium when it rocks is a lot of fun. So that's my favorite. Yeah. All right. That's on my bucket list still. Moving right along. Do we, I, I just want to hear. All right. Now we're kind of on a geographic kick. Uh, Mount Rushmore of places you've lived, Gregory. Wow. Okay. Number one's Guatemala. Um, if you've never been to Antigua, Guatemala, go. Uh, it is the coolest place you'll ever see, both people wise and uh, just scenery wise. It's fucking beautiful. Uh, number two is my hometown of Mobile, Alabama. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's, it gets a, uh, you know, nobody talks about Mobile, but it's amazing. Um, hmm. I don't know. Beyond that, I, I like where I'm at right now. Santa Fe is pretty cool. Uh, but I haven't been here long enough to really absorb it. So that's, uh, that's three, but I, I guess Oxford and Tuscaloosa, you know, it was different. I mean, Tuscaloosa was Tuscaloosa was amazing, but it was a time in my life, you know, when you're 18 to 22, it's hard yeah, to have that that's time. True. Uh, that's uh, true. You know, and Oxford, you know, I think if I'd been 18 or 22 and not going through three years of law school, uh, it probably would have been a whole lot more fun than it really was. But uh, both of those are fantastic. But yeah, Guatemala, number one, Mobile, number two, uh, the college towns. Always a good time. What, what's next All on right. the. Uh, next up, Mount Rushmore of Houndstooth Heroes listeners. See, uh, we got listener Fred. What's yeah. Fred? Yeah, so we got Fred. Um, okay, all, all right, going on. All right, okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, the, the final Mount Rushmore, and one I'm excited to get your take on, and and will be a nice segue not only into the hate, but just a broader segue into next week. Gregory, your Mount Rushmore of LSU wines. Oh, shit. okay, mm -hmm. um. Okay, there's a, there's a lot of those, but I can narrow that down. Um, obviously, that that is uh, topical because of the Devin White suspension. Mm. Um, you know, there's a bull. There are currently, I think, eleven billboards. I think apparently uh, the billboard people eleven in Birmingham, Alabama, right now that say hashtag free Devin White. Apparently, they were running a special. Uh, so I thought it was a good call. I I stand by the call. I'm not. I mean. I, I think it could have gone either way, but I'm not outraged about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Nevertheless, you know, I guess if it was our best player, we'd be kind of pissed too. But nevertheless, it's not us, it's them, and that's mm -hmm. not my problem. <laughs> uh, so number one uh, is obviously the whining and the billboards about Devin White. Uh, number two, uh, okay, it's Florida. It's having to play Florida. 
uh, as their oh, permanent yeah. crossover. They love to whine about that because the only reason they have to play Florida is so Alabama gets to play Tennessee. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Uh, you know, Florida hasn't always been good, and Tennessee won't always be bad. Uh, so, you know, suck it up and play the, te- play the game. You're, you're, you're handed. Number three, uh, save it. Uh, that sort of wound mm. down a little bit, but when it, when he first got to Alabama and started winning, my God, they just really they couldn't so stand all that. They were so mad. Um, number four. Okay. Number four, they're night games. They're damn oh. night games. Like, they can't live unless the damn game is played at night. And it's a tradition. I get it. But shut up about it. We, you know, there are things we'd like to be able to do all the time, and we don't get to do them. Occasionally, you get a 2.30 game. Don't make a big deal out of it. But yes, they do. <laughs> Number five, Birmingham. <laughs> they ha- and it kind of it's it, it's kind of that should have been number one because it sort of ties it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, is their perpetual, uh, I don't know, insecurity that somehow Birmingham, the SEC office being in Birmingham, is out to get them. And a few years ago, somebody wrote a, an op-ed in either the Baton Rouge Louis- or, or New Orleans paper saying we should go to the Big Twelve. Well, you know what? GTFO, brothers, we won't miss you a bit. <laughs> Gregory, I don't think you mean that. I would also throw in some sort of Death Valley wine, though. Oh, there's plenty. Oh, well, that's not yeah. even. I mean, I mean we can keep going. The, it's not even the original Death Valley. It's a, it's a knockoff. It's like a cheap a knockoff. knockoff of Clemson. Nice. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all I've got for my Mount Rushmore list. Heroes. All right, Pop. Well, if, you know what? If any of you feel desperate enough. To submit and ask a hero, feel free to to send more our way. Yeah, then you won't get these sad little, um, you know, these sad <laughs> little things that we just had subjected you to. All right, pal. You know what? Let's hate. Let's hate indeed. And I will start us off by the world's largest outdoor hate party. Cock hate party. That doesn't work. Hate tail no, party. God. All right. What Sorry. are you even doing? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Kirby Smart is a taking... cock hate party. Hold on, a cock was... hate party. Well, I was looking at the title and trying to sub in the word hate somewhere. Yeah, no, no. Let's just move on. <laughs> okay. Which I wish I hadn't said that. I uh, do too. All right, we all uh, the listener Fred does. Everyone does. <laughs> Everyone here. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, Kirby Smart is taking his Shitsus to Jacksonville, uh, where they are seven point faves. Against a Mullen Gator. Who are you hating? Um, Florida is getting better. Um, uh, and I don't, I'm wavering back and forth because when I looked at this, I had an answer, but now I'm not so sure. Uh, it, but it looks like UGA is finally turning on the burners. Um, the problem with Dan Mullen After is that he just can't. Loss. Right, right. There's that. I mean, I think they're getting better. They are, I mean, they can't get worse. Um, and the other factor is Dan Mullen can't coach. Uh, so given all that, I think somehow I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hate on a Gator because I think somehow Dan Mullen finds a way to F this game up. You, I think you're right. I am going to make an emotional decision again, based on logic, much like when I didn't believe Auburn was bad enough to lose to Tennessee. I can't believe Georgia (laughs) is bad enough uh, to not beat Florida. I thought that they were close to that top two tier team uh and i still think surely to goodness they are so i'll hate a gator here as well 
All right. Uh, the damn milkmen are traveling to start Vegas to take on Moo. Moo, Moo is a three-point favorite, and it pains me to say that. Who do you hate? Uh, I saw someone wiser than me say that the move here is the under. It's something around 60, maybe, maybe a little less. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd go yeah, under, too. Way too high. Um, I am going to hate a moo with pretty good confidence here. I think I think the mind behind uh-huh. uh, behind center for A&M is looking much better. They've got a lot of weapons. And I think even against a moo defense that's done pretty well, uh, I just think I think Tamu's going to come out stronger. I'm going like 21, 14 ish or so. So I like a I like Tamu yeah. big. Yeah, I think A and M can score some points. Moo can stop people. Moo I mean, and A and M can stop people, but Moo can't score. So mm-hmm. you know, of those three, Moo not being able to score, I think probably tilts the uh, whatever you whatever you tilt uh, to the advantage to the weirdos. So in my hate of the week. Of the week, of the week. I am hating a move. Nice pick. I like it. Uh, moving right along, there's an interesting one in South Carolina where a vol will try mm-hmm. to lick its wounds and take on the Cox, who are seven-point faves, who you hate, Gregory. Okay. Okay, did you happen to hear Jeremy Pruitt's uh, get? No, you were at the game. You, well, you happen to read I've, about, okay. I heard. I watched all the sports talk Sunday morning. All right, all right. I think he's lost his team. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, he said, based on the sidelines, after they were getting their asses handed to him, he said, look, if these guys don't want to buy in and play, he'll find 20 other, 25 other guys who will. Uh, so, you know, master recruiter he. Um, I think after you say that about a team, and you know it got back to the team. Um, I just don't see why I would play for that guy. Again, you know, I wouldn't play for him because he doesn't recognize asparagus. But that's a whole other story. Um, I, based on that, I'm going to hate a vol. What about yourself? I've been all over the place on this one because agreed with you. I thought maybe he could lose the team. He also he had some lines about if you look at their sideline, look at ours. It don't look the same, which was right. Yeah, I mean, I was like, well, some of the, some of the, it was clearly over some of these players' heads <laughs> playing this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, but do you say it? Damn. I know. Um, they and also, so I was, I was thinking actually, the ball players could take it to heart and go in and maybe even pull off an upset win at Sacralina, but uh, my sources on the ground now a.k.a. pretty much every sports writer on Twitter, uh, right. there's been the the Vols' lead offensive lineman uh, is stepping away from the team because he has blood clots in his lungs, which, oh. you know, say what you want about Quinn and Williams' oh, okay. performance. That seems like he may have done that guy a little dirty. I know nobody well, needs you know, blood when you do. Uh, I not think, my problem. No, with that in mind, and they're going to be – I guess maybe using their backup quarterback who was actually okay. But yeah. I think I think the cock probably covers Hate Naval here. I do and I've I've gone all I was on record last week saying I refuse to uh ride that cock train anymore, but here I am riding it. All right. So in your you always weekly, come back. You always do. <laughs> Just can't say no. Uh in your weekly weird ass Vandy line. They're giving a point and a half to Arkansas. Um, I, this opened Arkansas somehow was a favorite, 
But I guess I guess the money has managed to move it a, a point and a half, or I, maybe Arkansas. I, I don't really know. Maybe Arkansas, the Arkansas monster swallowed somebody. I don't really know. Uh, nevertheless, uh, in this weird ass Vandy game, who are you hating, pal? Pal, my hate of the week is yet again just the fact that there is a Vandy line that we have to look at. <laughs> Uh, you know, whoever gets out of bed and stretches a little bit better than the other guy may come away with this one. I guess I'm gonna hate a hog. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Just imagine being a dog to Vandy. It couldn't be me. Imagine. No. No. <laughs> I mean, just imagine being a dog to Vandy. Uh, the doors... Like I said, I say this every week. The Doors have it in them to get it done. They played Kentucky to a seven-point game last week that I certainly didn't see coming. I didn't mm -hmm. blow out. Uh, but they also, you know, played Tennessee State, Tennessee Tech. I don't really know. Some some Tennessee Ag School. Mm -hmm. uh, they had to make a comeback to beat them. So I don't know what this Vandy team is. Vandy usually starts out strong uh, and then fades. So uh, with that in mind, out of my ass, I'm going to hate the Doors. Okay, fair enough. And one final with an interesting line, I think, here. Uh, the Mizzou Golden Bengals, is that right? No, are, no they're just Tigers. Right. Uh, fine. <laughs> Ruin all the fun. Our seven-point faves against the uh, current, I guess they're on top of the SEC East, or tied for the SEC East, uh, Stoops Cats of Lexington. Who are you hating this one, Gregory? And, and was, I mean, Kentucky's number 12 in the country. Last I checked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not the way it happened. But, right. And, and yeah, I just don't get this line at all. Mizzou against Kentucky defense is going to score some points. So I guess the rationale is, and Mizzou doesn't, Mizzou has a decent defense that can stop the run. So I guess that's the rationale is that Missouri will score. And they can stop Kentucky because they did really well against our run run game. That uh, they're going to stop Kentucky's run game, and they only have to focus on one game, guy. So I guess I get it. Still think Kentucky's better than Mizzou. I'm going to hate on the uh, the uh, Golden Cats. Yourself? I think I'm going in on the Golden Cats. This is one of those lines for suckers like you. It is. <laughs> I mean this this is a game that people are just begging you to take Kentucky. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's like they just. Vegas is just saying, take them, take them, take them, and they know something. This is when yeah, all these always work out. That's exactly right. And Drew Locke's numbers are looking better and better as the year goes on. Uh, I think Mizzou, I think Mizzou puts it on them. I'm hating a cat, a uh, Lexington cat. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, um, I guess that does it for another edition of Houndstooth Theory. It sort of feels weird not to. Uh, forecast a game, but we'll be able to do that next week. And one of the things we have not gotten to, uh, Shula's Jumbo set has eaten yet mm -hmm. another thing branded on the Tuscaloosa campus. This time, I believe it's a brisket sandwich. I'm not sure, but we've got audio to prove it. And you'll get to, be, we're teasing some information. This is what's known as a tease in the business, by the way. Uh, Shula's Jumbo set will be uh, eating a brisket branded sandwich live on Houndstooth Heroes next week. Uh, so that'll do it for the Hate Pod episode. Um, of well, the post hate pod episode of Houndstooth yes. Heroes again. Yeah, you can find <laughs> us on houndstoothheroes.com or on Twitter at Heroes. As always, thank you so much to Bo and Elliot for keeping us in 
the finest of suds from wherever we in town at the Druid City Brewing Company, and I would urge you to do the same. Uh, take us home, brother. Love you. All right. Love you, Gregory. Y'all enjoy your weekend. Be good. Roll Tide. All right, nobody's listening past that. I know that, except for that fucking Charlie Pond. You know, I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs>